Hey everybody, welcome to the After Amen podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Tanya, and we are excited to have you here for another episode. So we're just going to jump right in. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody. Hi, hi. <laughs> That's a, by the way, that is a signature thing. That's the way he starts out every podcast. <laughs> Amen. We have... Um, some special guests with us today and i'll tell I'll, real quick we'll introduce everybody and then we'll um announce a couple of things that are coming up for sure um we have pastor Corey clark and his lovely bride samantha what's up <laughs> we are so excited that um they decided to sit down with us Corey again and samantha with us for the first time that's awesome we're super excited um uh God is doing some big things here at Grace. Big things. Yes, you want to yes. kind of tell us a little bit about like what all is going on and. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> hey everybody, uh, I'm Pastor Corey here, uh, and also and definitely have my um, beautiful, um, hot wife. You're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. Pastor Sam. <laughs> In the house with us today, uh, yeah. God's God's raising up some powerhouse women here. He's raising up powerhouse men and pouring His Spirit out here. We just got done with service that actually went uh, somewhat long, and nobody seemed to mind because nope. uh, the presence of God was extremely strong. Uh, it was had uh, several more saved today. Uh, several mm -hmm. more people um, healed um, in their heart today, and and uh, God's doing a powerful thing here. He's um, He's just pouring his spirit out. His glory is coming closer and closer here at Grace, and uh, we're just super excited about what God's doing. You know, we're just uh, along for the ride. There's just a freedom to worship here. Mm -hmm. um, people feel that when they walk through the doors. There's yes. a freedom. Mm -hmm. It is a no-judgment zone. It, we yeah. are totally, you know, churches say, come as you are. We legit mean it. Mm -hmm. um, we have people from every walks of life, every age, every race i mean mm. it's just a um people when they when they come through the doors they tell us that it's they just feel different here that they feel mm. welcome and you know we might not have the perfect welcome committee or the best food or you know it's it's not about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um we just have people that love the lord mm. and they're hungry for more and they have a willingness to worship and you know that most of our church ran really hard for the devil and they're running even harder for the lord and that's just it. exciting mm -hmm. to see we have a recovery community here and um those are the ones that, man they have our backs they would do anything for mm -hmm. us but more importantly they'll do anything for the lord yeah and mm -hmm. they're they um are rough around the edges but their heart is what is what we care about that's right yeah that's right and i agree mm -hmm. i think <clears throat> when we walked in here there was such a freedom right at the time we needed it. And what I love is that it's been a long time since I've been in a worship service where people just, they're in the altars. There doesn't have to be an invitation. Mm -hmm. Like the spirit of the Lord, the presence of God is just so strong when you walk in this place. And that is, that's huge. Yeah. That's, that's, that's refreshing and, you know, we talked a little bit last week when we started out about 
you know, the revivals breaking out on the campuses and, and things like that. And some friends of ours actually went over to, they live about 20 minutes from Lee and they went over to Lee and they said it was just this hunger in the air. Like there was no one person leading it. There was no one person leading worship. They were, a song would break out over here and the whole congregation would start singing that one would end and someone over on the other side of the room would start a song and it was just a freedom it was not about a man or a person or a group and that's what has honestly what has drawn us here is that you know I think the first Sunday we were here Corey you said the days of the one-man show is over that's right yeah and I, you know, I, I know that God puts you in places where you need to hear certain things at certain times. And I needed to hear that. Like my spirit needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think one of the other things that you said that same day was that this was just, this is just a launching pad. Yeah. Not a landing people. zone. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. a landing zone. And that's I right. love that. It's, that's such a beautiful description of what the church should be. Yeah. So Thank you for being obedient, because I know that pastoring is not easy. (laughs) It's the most challenging thing you can do, and that's absolutely the most rewarding thing at the Mm -hmm. same time. You know, we we tell the people repeatedly here, it's not about us. Um, God, you know, he revealed to me a long time ago, they're they're not my sheep, they're his sheep, Mm. you know, and um, I... I tell the people, don't not get your eyes on me. Keep their eyes on Jesus. Yeah. You know, God's raising up. He's raising up a a glorious body, a glorious church that He's coming back for soon to get. He wants to empower um, the people in the pews. Mm-hmm. You know that that's that's God's ultimate goal. He wants everybody working together, mm-hmm. getting this denomination stuff out of people's minds and, and hearts and, and mouths and and bringing bringing the body in to to function as one that's where we're headed you know that's what's going on here this is a presence um, mm-hmm. um this is a presence church it's sitting about one personality one person mm-hmm. and i and what has really blessed me more than anything how god's drawing people here and, and i use this word a lot bad mama jamma and 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 God and God's bringing a lot of bad mama jamas here yeah. mm-hmm. that are on fire for Jesus, and uh, just in the altars we're having a lot of people getting saved here, a lot of people, you know, getting set free. And and I look a lot of Sundays at the end of the altar service, and I look over to somebody. And say, That's what makes me happy. It's not me doing everything. Mm-hmm. God never intended for the pastor or the evangelist or the the apostle the prophet the teacher to do everything he, mm-hmm. you know we're just supposed to be their coaches yeah. empowering and equipping them to do the work of the ministry so that's where we are now i feel like in the appointed time we're in right before jesus comes he's he is really pouring his spirit out on the people and raising people up mm-hmm. you know the the one man show's over with. Yeah. The Billy Graham days are over. <laughs> you know. Yep. The Acts now we're moving into the Acts chapter twenty nine days. Mm-hmm. You know, God's res- bringing restoration to the model in Acts, the mm-hmm. Antioch Church. Mm-hmm. That's what He's doing, mm-hmm. and I feel God's unction on that big time. You know. Yeah. Um, 
So that's where we're at here. Uh, we just want to empower people to fulfill their purpose and destiny. Equip. Yeah. That is our word for 2023 is yeah. equip. Equip, build, raise up. And I and it's like I tell people all the time, I'm secure in who I am in Christ. I don't need you to need me. What mm, I really need is yeah. I need you to need Jesus. Yeah. That's what yeah. I need. I don't need to be worshipped. I don't need you to need me. I don't need you to validate me. What mm -hmm. I need you to do is let Jesus come in, equip you to do the work of the ministry. You go begin to lay hands on the sick at your okay. job. You begin to cast out devils in the in the supermarket. Mm -hmm. You begin to cleanse the lepers. You begin to do what he's commanded us to do. You know, yeah. so um, I would say we're more of a, a discipleship. You know, there's two functions to that command: go uh, win them, but go disciple them too. Mm. So we're going to yeah. win them here. We're going to be fishers of men, but we want to equip and disciple as well, because yeah. that's where the multiplication comes comes in. And that's yeah. interesting because that's yeah. what this whole podcast is about: discipleship. Yeah. yeah, that was that was what kind of birthed this podcast was. We just felt like there was just a need for it because mm -hmm. I'm not criticizing churches, but I think a lot of times our churches forget that, mm -hmm. yes, we want to win them, but we've got to disciple and we've got to do that, mm -hmm. go that extra mile. And mm -hmm. some are doing it great and some are not doing it great. And I think that um, it just, the Lord laid it on our hearts that it just, it was so needed. And that's what kind of stirred up the desire to jump into this and it's been a ride we've enjoyed it one of the guy powerful statement i heard the other day and i want to defer to my my, my hot wife here <laughs> uh, i like to embarrass her by the way um but she's used to it she knew that when she married me what it was going to be like but um i really do think she's hot by been the in way. training of getting yeah, embarrassed for yeah. 14 years now so this guy i, was, I listened to <laughs> You know, he's made a powerful statement of that. This is the absolute truth. This is what's happened. You know, we've done a real good job on the first part of the command is go win them. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've won millions while the decide, we've won the millions while, while the devil has come in behind us and discipled them. Mm. Yeah. Wow. The devil has done a better job at discipling the church or yeah. yeah. the and the world mm -hmm. than we have on that other part of the commission disciple going yeah. and make disciples you know and, and and the church is just really is is you know falling short in that area we want them but then we hadn't discipled them and the devil's come in and he's taken control of the media hollywood the social media platforms, da 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 da, and he it got in our schools, and he's discipled our kids. Mm. Yeah, and we've been all focused on winning the loss, but we got to disciple them. There's no lasting fruit without discipleship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What you, you want to say something to that, baby? Um, I mean, more than anything, I just want to echo the church has done a really good job of the one man show, like we talked about, and mm -hmm. looking to the pastor. And Corey doesn't want people to look at him. And I can attest to that. You know, a lot of people say that, but he truly means it. And we just we just want to point people to Jesus. Yeah. Like if we can get them to look at Jesus and keep their eyes on Jesus, the Holy Spirit kind of helps do the discipling. Mm -hmm. 
and you don't have to jump into these leadership classes and and find out you know um come come to our conference to get activated or you know all of these things mm. if we would just look to Jesus and point people towards Jesus and not mm. towards man and how we can help you and let's point people to Jesus and how he can help you yeah and that he wants to heal every hurt and cuz people are just hurt mm. they're yeah. hurt in general their families mm. are broken and when people come through these doors now they're not coming in here to find a perfect church they're coming in because they want to be healed mm. yeah not Amen. physical healing but emotional healing um anyway i just wanted to to uh, echo that yeah. we're trying to point people to jesus yeah and i tell them i stress this regularly don't look at me don't put your expectation on me uh, because I'm going to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were talking a lot about offense here. The Lord's got me camped out on offense. And and I think, do we need the fivefold? Obviously, we need the fivefold because Jesus said, you know, he gave those gifts unto men mm-hmm. for the for the building up, the equipping, till we all come to the unity of the faith. Until he returns, they'll be activated. And, you know, and the church structure's God's idea. You don't need to just be Roman like a nomad, right, right, right. It's God's right. idea. And the Bible plainly says those who are planted will flourish. Mm-hmm. Got to be planted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so they, they flourish. But I think Samantha, nailed, she nailed the, uh, the nail on the head when she said, I think people's focus is too much on a personality, too much on a person, too mm-hmm. much on a gifting yeah yeah you know um and i tell the people regularly you're just as anointed as i am you know know, i just may be a little more confident and yielding to my anointing yeah but you're just as anointed as me what i love i think that has really kind of done a lot of healing in me since we've been here is you know when we come in these doors there's I mean, yes, there's somewhat of a structure like, you know, mm. these are this is the song set list or this is, you know, this or this is the person who's going to pray or this is the person who's going to give announcements or whatever. But there is a freedom in worship. It's not a big deal if worship goes on for an hour. It's not a big deal if it, if worship impedes on your time for your message or if the altar call lasts like today i don't even know how long it lasted i didn't I, <laughs> all i know 30 minutes i did because <laughs> i was in children's church keeping up yeah it was yeah it was a little so, over 30 minutes yeah so i mean it's not you know so structured that we have this schedule we have to make sure we touch all points and if we don't then someone's going to be upset like it is literally about letting the Holy Spirit flow mm-hmm. and I, like the Holy Spirit was at work before we ever got here today like it was our yeah. car was full like we were just I was crying on the way to church this morning and Maddie and Quinn even came in and said the same thing so mm-hmm. they started praying together this morning and Lord started moving and so when we walked in and even just sitting in here while they practiced, like it is just this sweet presence. And I think, I mean, obviously it's the Holy Spirit, but there comes an obedience that has to happen to allow that to be here. And I think you guys and your leadership have just really opened the door for that. And 
I know from our hearts, we appreciate that because that has been, it's like healing balm for us for Mm -hmm. sure. And what we needed at the right time. And I know everybody that's here feels that. Um, It's like today at the end of the altar service, you know, it's almost one o'clock and the people don't want to leave. It's like I said, when we're learning how to host his presence, that's Mm -hmm. what we're doing here. We're learning how to get out of the way and let him have his way. You know, and, and, and we're learning how to host and steward the move of God that's, that's, that's transpiring here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I'm still learning. I by no means know everything, yeah. you know, and, and I'll be quick to tell you I don't. You know, I'm not this, uh, I don't feel like I'm this big spiritual giant. God's placed me here and God's hands on me, but yeah. I'm still, I'm learning, right. I'm learning. And we're learning how to host his presence, when, when to wait, when to move. When to speak, when to be quiet, you know, and, and we're learning. And this move, it's, it's definitely going to be a presence movement. I feel like it's ramping up now. We're moving into it in 2023. And I've just sent strong in my spirit once we hit once we hit Easter that it's going to begin to ramp up more, mm. you know. And we're, we're moving into this, and, and everybody can, can receive and be a part of this. But mm-hmm. we talked about this the other night on our Zoom call. But we got to be careful that trying to put new wine in an old wine skin, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So this movement's not going to look like it did at Toronto. It's not going to look like it did at Brownsville, and that's okay. It's actually going to be better, mm-hmm. right? you know. And when you go to put trying to put a script on the Holy Spirit, he mm. will he will uh, just back up, you know, yeah. um, because you can't put God in a box. That's a cliche saying, but it's so true. And we talked about this the other night. I think so many times, you know, you can even be in a move of God and it not look like an old wineskin. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look like a previous move and you'll think, am I even in a move of God? Yeah. Well, you know, how do you know you're in a move of God? Well, we have people, you know, getting born again here on a regular basis. Of course, you have the, the miraculous of the new birth right. experience. We have, you know, just the gifts of the Spirit are in operation here on a regular basis. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just me. It's other people flowing them as yeah. well. You know, it's not just me laying on the hands on the sick and they're recovering. And it's other people. You know, Jesus is the healer and there's just different conduits. You know, I say this all the time. God's not looking for perfection. He's looking for availability. Mm. Are you available? Yeah. You know, he already knows you're not perfect. Yeah. Okay. He already, he's already got perfection through Jesus. Okay. He acquired it for you. He just needs availability, willingness, pliability, mm-hmm. you know, are you willing to cut the TV off? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. are you willing not to da 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 da, whatever it might be. You know, when I said today when the presence is like the, the analogy of the old restaurant and, and the hole in the wall restaurant, mm-hmm. it can be just look not attractive at all. But if you put out good grub, <laughs> guess right. what? People are coming. They're going to come eat. Yep. So this might not be the prettiest building we're in. You know, 
might not be in the best location. Well, actually, we got people driving from eight different counties here. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. powerful. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, that's huge in uh, Calhoun City, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know Calhoun City is. <laughs> well, not to mention people coming you know, from out of state that so, felt like the Lord led yeah, them we here. Got people moving here from Texas, the Dallas Fort Worth area that just sucked us with. Because God's got big plans for grace. It's not because of me. It's not because mm-hmm. of my wife. It's because of the hunger of the people here. Yeah. yeah. Today people, we had people here from Pickwick, Tennessee. Like, we had people here from Tennessee. Pickwick wow. today. I mean, That's awesome. but if you host, learn to host his presence. Hey, you know, yeah. uh, God's going to draw them here. He's going to equip them here. He's going to disciple them here. He's going to. He's going to launch them from here, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and I'm all about launching and empowering somebody. If it's time for you to go, I'm going to bless you and say, be blessed. That's right. Yeah. You know, because you, you don't belong to me. No. And we're not, who are we to yeah. say what the Lord told you to do? And who right. are we to say? If you say the Lord told to you to do Lord. something, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, thank you for what you've done here. I'm going to bless you. And, and I'm going to send you out with praise, mm. you know, because ultimately, uh, you not you don't belong to me. Mm. You belong to him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and God is going to, God is going to send two more right behind you. Bad mama <laughs> mm-hmm. jammas. That's right. You know, so, you know, so that's where we're at here. We're learning. We're learning here. I'll tell you right quick. I ain't got everything figured out. It's been a crash my, course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and God asked me, "Would you would you be willing to come back to your hometown?" And I told God all the stuff, you know, that everybody says, "Prophets not with honor, except in his hometown." <laughs> People not gonna receive me there. They remember the old court. Da, 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 da. He said he, he's not interested in that stuff. He yeah. just wants to know, are you willing? Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yes, sir. I'll go. I'll go." And I could, you know, I still am saying out of the side of my mouth, "It'll never work." It'll never work. <laughs> but uh, when God, when God's in it, all things are possible. It, yeah. it really is. Yeah. yeah, it is. You got anything? <laughs> Except uh, we we drive forty five minutes one way. Yeah, we drive yeah. forty five minutes yeah. one way, and you know, there's all the stuff there. You know, the recipe. You know, that's a model. It won't work. That's a model. It won't work. Well, it's not about the model. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. many people try to pull models. From other areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you need to get your own model. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the Holy Spirit telling you to do? Right. In your specific location, in your specific demographic, mm-hmm. in, in, what's he telling you to do? That model is working over in, I won't call the name, but that model is working in Birmingham area. Mm-hmm. It may not work in Calhoun City. Yeah. You yeah. know right. what I'm saying? So right. what's the Holy Spirit leading you to do? Yeah. And we feel like the Lord's given us strategies and formulas and, and, and different things for this particular area, and it seems to be working. Yeah. You know, it may not work in, you know, Grenada. It might not work in, but it's working here. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Power, praise God. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I told God, you know, we were looking for a church. We visited a few different places, and I told him, I said, Tell me when I get to where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. First week in here, mm-hmm. sitting over there, mm-hmm. he spoke to me and he said, you said tell you when you got where you wanted to be. He said, this is it. Mm-hmm. And he paused and he said, and I, I even wrote down in my notes, dot, dot, dot. For the pause. For the pause. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I said, okay, Lord. Yeah. So yeah. here we are. And one thing I love about this place is 
if you didn't know anything about any of y'all, brand new coming in that door, you walk in here, you could not pinpoint who the pastor is. Absolutely not. We walked in this morning and I noticed he was helping unload something. Yeah. And I'm like. In a hoodie. Yeah. In, in a, a hoodie. hoodie. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I think it's important. And I know that we we have a topic, but I'm, I just feel like we're supposed to flow like this. But I think it's important that we understand the importance of obedience and being able to hear God when he says things like that, Mm -hmm. like, this is where I want you, but don't stop listening at that. When he pauses, Mm -hmm. keep listening because, you know, there's always more. And, um, you were talking about your word for the year or Mm -hmm. grace's word for the year. Well, I've never done, I've never asked God for a word. And I didn't ask him for this one. Just so y'all know, I didn't ask him for this one. He kind of gave it to me. (laughs) He gave it to me kicking and screaming. And my word was rest Mm -hmm. because I am so bad about getting caught up in the worry of how we're going to do this. How are we going to do that? How are we going to do this? Well, what happens next? I need to know the plan, God, like what's the Mm -hmm. plan? And he is teaching me although I'm running, kicking, and screaming, but he is teaching me that I've just got to sit still and let him handle it and trust that he's got it all under control because I even have it written in my Bible. Um, I think it's in Philippians 4, uh, 6 through 7, I think is where I've got it written, but that when I worry and when I have anxiety that I'm saying, you know, I'm worried about X, Y, Z. Well, I'm basically saying I don't trust God with X, Y, Z. And that hurt my heart. When that realization hit me, mm-hmm. that hurt my heart. Like, I don't ever want God to think I don't trust him. And this has been a season of, for us, I would say probably the last six months to a year, honestly, has been just a season of us putting things in his hands and being obedient and trusting him from work decisions to work situations to church stuff to ministry stuff to kids stuff you know all of the things it's just been a little over a year of just God saying I want to see if you're going to trust me with this and let me you know take it and run with it um so y'all's obedience is such an example for us for Mm -hmm. sure um and even before we started coming here like just watching your lives and just watching watching you you work in the kingdom and 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 your passion for the gospel and for the discipleship that's that's been huge so thank you for being obedient it literally saved our lives, though. I mean, and that's what's so cool about the people here. You know, their mm-hmm. lives literally have been saved because they have been pulled from the pits of hell by the Lord. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting their kids back. And, you know, they're mm-hmm. starting to raise their own children. They've never done this before. They're mm-hmm. learning how to be parents at 35. Yeah. And they've been parents technically, you know, for 15 years. But now they're learning how. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to speak to what you were talking about. You know, you want to know the plan. Um, a couple weeks ago, we, we do a Zoom call with people from all over, and um, it's a discipleship, really, is what it is. And we were talking about, you know, 
your plans. And I've always been like, I have a backup plan to my backup plan. And then I have extras just in case, you know, and that's who I am. And Corey Clark (laughs) is the opposite. Every, everything the opposite, you know, like when we go out of town, (laughs) this is how much faith this man has. Not just in the Lord, but like, if we go out of the country, he doesn't look in his bag. He just trusts that what he needs is going to be in it. Oh, I will buy some draws if I have to. It's not that he's like, spoiled but it's just like he's just so go with the flow and you know like i've got two bags depending on the weather yeah i I feel that and so (laughs) you know like we're just total opposites in so many ways but what the point of all of this what i'm saying is i gave up my backup plan Mm. and once i went in full-fledged and said okay i trust you this is it i have no backup plan whatever you want to do do it and i'm here for it you know, I may not yeah. be, you know, thrilled yeah. about a lot of it. Like, I'm not the person that wants to get up on stage. I'm not the person that even wants to do a podcast like this. <laughs> but if the Lord wants to use me, I'll let him. Like, I don't yeah. have a backup plan anymore. Yeah. I mean, I do have a career that I'm I'm proud of and I worked hard to get to. But that doesn't matter. If he tells me to leave that, I will. Hmm. Um. Anyway, but not having a backup plan to the backup plan and just trusting the Lord and his plans is what has really, I feel like for both of us, just launched this, the whole, the freedom in the church for the Lord to do and mm-hmm. and say what he wants, do what he wants, move how he wants. If we worship for two hours, we would be totally cool with that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. Anyway, but I wanted to speak to that about plans. Yeah, I didn't want to do a podcast either. <laughs> but you have the perfect voice. <laughs> he does I, have a good I got podcast. the perfect face for it. Yeah. <laughs> And I can honestly say I never wanted to pastor either. (laughs) But he asked me, would I be willing to do it? And I said, yes, sir, I will. Because the truth is, and there's so many people here that attend Grace. You know, this is the most loving. We got the the greatest people here. They're servants. They they love God because the scripture says that those who have been forgiven much Mm -hmm. and they know it. Mm -hmm. They know what kind of pit they were in. Mm -hmm. They know how hopeless they were. They know. And those who have been forgiven much, they love much. And we just got a, just a, place full of people that'll love that'll love the hell right out of you hey, yeah. they'll right. just love the hell right out of <laughs> right. you yeah. the biggest thing about this journey that has excited me the most is seeing the change in my wife mm. is seeing is seeing because she was raised catholic with a wow. little bit of mix of baptist in went to a southern baptist private school yeah, i was and, so confused and and and, and 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 people out there listen to me i'm not attacking a baptist my grandmother was baptist my whole family god just you know i say this all the time nothing wrong with baptist is a solid foundation absolutely to launch and they disciple and they and they actually and they actually do a really a better job of discipling than the charismatic church i actually just had that conversation with a friend of mine that goes to a baptist church and but the baptist is a strong foundation to Mm -hmm. launch or to build to the more Mm -hmm. you know and um I, I needed the more to get out of the pit that I, I found myself in 21 years ago, and, and yeah. God just really rocked my world. But Samantha just has grown tremendously. And by and how that happened is me backing up, mm. kind of what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to change her. Stop mm-hmm. trying to push her. And when I did that, it's like the Holy Spirit ran in and went, okay, 
and, mm-hmm. and uh, just started pulling her forward. Yeah. And she woke up with it. She's been, God's beginning to speak to her in dreams, moving her toward a more of a prophetic flow. She's getting up early, spending time with the Lord. I'm like, who is this woman? <laughs> I'm like, who is this woman? And um, and I just see the change in her. And the Holy Spirit's doing a work. Yeah. And, and she woke up here, uh, right before the beginning of the year. And she heard the song House of Miracles by Brandon Lake. It was like in her, like loud, like loud audible. <laughs> wow. And I knew instantly when she told me that God was make, make, making a shift here, mm-hmm. a rebranding here. He wanted to call Grace the House of Miracles. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And this is what we, this is what he wants this house to be known. And I look around on Sunday mornings when I minister around the crowd and the people coming in and and I just see miracles everywhere. It's powerful, mm-hmm. man. I feel the Holy Ghost talking about it yeah. right now. Yeah. It's like, and then right after yeah. the House of Miracles, yeah. you know, Corey, last year, he was preaching a lot of tent revivals. You know, that's where we met, or I met y'all. You yeah. Know, he knew y'all, but yeah. um, I don't even know how many we did last year. It was a lot, and it was exhausting. Like, Grenada went on for two weeks, and that's an hour and 20 minutes from our house, and we came every mm-hmm. night, you know, doing that. Oxford, Pontotoc a couple of times. We and lived there, but still. time jobs. Yes secular jobs we too. were exhausted yeah. and yeah. anyway it was great and and that's how we got a lot of people from to our church but anyway so after the house of miracles was allowed like i was trying you know like lord that is you gonna turn mm-hmm. that down a little bit that is loud <laughs> you know so after that um i woke up one morning and was listening or was listening was listening in the spirit to the lord singing build your church to me mm-hmm. and saying yeah. build your church wow. focus on the church equip your church mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Oh, i have chills just thinking about it but <laughs> and so those those are kind of our two anthems this year is the house yeah. of miracles and build your church wow. and we'll always do that. the work of an evangelist okay mm-hmm. but i i feel like the season we're in right now is there's God is assembling in, through the local churches the platform. He's assembling teams together. Mm. He, he's bringing teams. Yeah. And uh, it's not the focus isn't just going to be on one person anymore. You know, I know there's a lot of preachers out there that don't like me saying that. <laughs> I know it is. And, uh, but I'm sorry. It, it, mm. It's uh, God's what he, what he blessed is kind of similar to what, Moses, he couldn't go into the promised land because he struck the rock, the mm-hmm. old wine skin. Mm-hmm. God told him, no, you speak to the rock now, son. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to still be people try to do it the old wine skin way, yeah. you know, but God only truly blesses the new wine skin, you know. We have to be united. We have to be united. The kingdom has to be united. Yeah. we got to break down these denominational walls. Got to, man. And just unite as a kingdom. We're because so, Satan has been united for a long time. He's very united. Yes. Yeah. And and they have an agenda, and it's time for us to unite yeah. and, and break his walls down. Yeah. That's right. I feel like this move we're entering into now, This la- I believe it's the last move before he comes. I firmly believe it with all my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in this move, and, and, and many have called it the faceless revival. You know, and I and I agree with that. God is, um, He's going to get all the glory. He's raising up a glorious church. His glory spoke to me back before the first of the year, and He said, "I heard Him say, just as plain as day, He said, Son, my glory is coming. Mm-hmm. My glory is coming, mm-hmm. and that glory, His manifested presence, you're going to begin to see 
in services and meetings in the local church, people just getting healed without a fivefold ever touching them. Mm. Why? Because when the glory comes in, it's God doing the work. Mm. Yeah. You ain't got nothing to do with it. You mm. ushered it in. Yeah. Mm. But he's, he's doing the work. So yeah. that's what we're moving into. The more the glory realm, that's where yeah. we're moving. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to empower the faceless one, the nameless ones, God's going to raise up, yeah. you know, that isn't worried about uh, a title, mm-hmm. that isn't worried about recognition. They just want to see people get out of pits. They want to yeah. see people get healed. They want they want to see families restored. Mm-hmm. It ain't about the, the, the gold. Our Brother Hagen, you say the gold or the girls or the glory. It ain't mm-hmm. about that no more. Mm-hmm. It's about... It's about revival. It's about restoration. And mm-hmm. it's absolutely about reformation. Right. Yeah. Reformation's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no doubt in my mind about <laughs> it. It is coming and it's gonna primarily come on the on the backs of the ex addicts, the mm. ex alcoholics, the ex perverts, yeah, the ex homosexuals. I mean, that that's where it's going to come on right in on the backs of those people. Yeah. The ones that that, uh, that the religious folks going to say, Can you believe? <laughs> Can you believe? I ain't no way God's using that. Per- yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he is. I told somebody that this morning. I yeah. said, I said, there's going to be people coming to the kingdom yeah. that you just look at them and be like, what? How in the world did that happen? <laughs> I yeah. know God's real. Yeah. 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 Not that I doubted it, but man, do I know yeah. now. Yeah, man. It, yeah. We're, we're moving into some exciting times. Yeah. Yes, we are. It was, and it's where the old wineskin, it won't work no more. Yeah. It just yeah. won't work. Yeah. You know, God's doing a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. <laughs> but yeah. no message is going to break the chains off of people. No yeah. message, mm-hmm. no just great preaching no. is going to heal people's hearts. It's his presence, it's his the presence. anointing. It's yes. just coming into that glory that just heals your heart, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. nobody, yeah. no sermon can do that. That's yeah. Right. I mean, 100%. I think I've seen um, in the last probably two or three months I've seen or I've experienced so many times just sitting in our living room, either Eli playing the guitar or maybe we just throw a YouTube worship song up on the TV or, or whatever. And we just begin to worship in the house and it it literally feels like he's just pouring healing oil all over yes yeah i love that liquid love like it's just i I get up and almost expect to be dripping from it Mm -hmm. because it's it's been so strong Mm -hmm. so many times i remember looking up one one time specifically pretty recently that we were worshiping and i look over and maddie and quinn are huddled in a corner praying together and weeping together and and Connor is over in a different spot on his face before God and in in the living room. You know, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing spectacular. There's no lights. There's no um, famous person on the stage hyping everybody up. Mm. It's just literally. That's what church looks like. Yes. Supposed to look like. Yes. Exactly right. Yes. And that's why, like, 
like mornings like this morning, I, I felt the same thing sitting in that chair when I walked, you know, when we first started worshiping, I, I felt the same thing. I almost expected to look up from my worship and just be dripping with that oil because it just literally felt like it was flowing from heaven right on top of my head. And that, that is what we need to facilitate, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, be obedient and facilitate that because yeah. I think, you know, I've said it a million times. I think structure just gets in the way sometimes. And, and I think structure is good. I'm not saying structure is mm -hmm. bad, but when you focus too much on it and, I'm so guilty of that, the, the plan, you know, um, we were going to mention this in a minute, but I'll go ahead and kind of mention it. It makes me think of, um, the youth retreat mm -hmm. last year, um, that the kids went to, it was our, the remnant youth retreat. And so our friends over at the wrestling for the faith podcast, they went to, um, I don't know if y'all are wrestling fans or know anything about wrestling, but oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a wrestler. His name is Nikita Koloff. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he has a place called man camp in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's for men. They go five days and they put mm -hmm. them out in the woods. They're completely unplugged and they just tap into the presence of God mm -hmm. and they just, um, they soak and, um, they both went to it. Casey and Chad both went to it. They're, they're the ones that do the wrestling for the faith podcast. And in that man camp, the Lord spoke to both of them and said, you guys need to be pouring into our youth and you need to do something special for the youth. So out of that was birthed the remnant youth retreat. And they said, you know, that they really felt the Lord leading them that it needed to be Kind of similar to what they did with man camp. Just ask the kids to unplug, leave their phones, really focus on God. So we actually had um, Tanner and Connor go. And we had talked. They had, they had a text message group, but I wasn't, you know, friends with any of them. Not really. I, I didn't know them. He was just in contact with them. And so uh, Connor and Tanner went to the retreat. And, you know, Casey and Chad now have said, and I think they said on their podcast last week that they, you know, they went into it with this idea of how things were going to go. Like we were going to do this, this day and this, this day, and this idea of how they wanted it to flow. He said, we got in there and Connor even said, God just rocked everything. Like they awesome. sat <laughs> under this pavilion and worshiped for three hours straight, mm -hmm. pouring out their hearts to God. They baptized like 13 kids, yeah, like, like 13 or 14 kids, like and some of them gave testimonies. That's where Connor gave his testimony about his attempted suicide for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, he, um, There was a guy there from Minnesota that we've done a podcast with, um, Testimonies with Terry, and he is a marriage and family therapist for his day job. Yeah. And then he does his podcast, but um, he began to share some things the Lord laid on his heart and about some of the things that he deals with on a daily basis and things that he sees in teenagers. And God used him to open up doors and break down barriers. And kids were weeping and crying, admitting to suicidal thoughts and being delivered from those things. And it was just... 
it was a group of I think there were like twenty four kids. Yeah. Like twenty four like, kids. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. And probably eight or ten adults. So you're not talking about like a massive mega youth mm -hmm. camp or anything. This was just an intimate setting. And now these kids, some of these same kids the other day, and I'm like, I'm shaking just thinking about it. But after all of these revivals broke out, they've always been really bold and like spreading Jesus and like not ashamed at all. But the other day, they just, one of the girls brought their guitar and they started worshiping in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. And awesome. the administrators told them, you can't do that in here because people have to stay in here and they don't have the option to leave if they don't want to listen to it. So they said, okay. They took it out in the halls and they just began to worship in the halls. Awesome. <laughs> and so these are things that seeds that were planted mm -hmm. a year ago, yeah. not even a year ago. Mm -hmm they've been planted and they've been cultivated and now they're growing Powerful. and they're having the second one. What is it? August, the August, the fourth and through the sixth and mm -hmm. they're having it at a different facility, but we've been kind of getting prepared for it. And we're actually going to go this year. And I have just felt this strong feeling that, the Lord is really saying that what we saw last year in our kids mm -hmm. is that's just the beginning. That's just like yeah. you said, the launching point and that we're going to see a generation of Daniels. He's making a play for the youth. God's yeah. making a play. For yeah. Them. Yeah. You and see the wisdom in it. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. uh, he can get to the parents really easy through the kids. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's powerful. Yeah. He don't waste his oil. Yeah. 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 And Josh and I, you know, we used to do kids ministry and I used to tell the kids all the time, guys, y'all don't realize how powerful you are in the Lord because there are adults that won't listen to another adult to save their life. But if that child walks up, crawls up in their lap and says, hey, mm -hmm. this is what I learned in, ch in kids church today. Or um, did you know that Jesus loves you or just something simple like that, that their ears just perk up and they tune in Absolutely. so quickly. And so that's, you know, God's just, he's shifting and he's doing, and I'm so here for it. I'm so excited <laughs> for it. Yeah. Like, I just want to be a part of it. Like whatever I can do, I just want to be a it's part powerful. of it. Yeah. You're so right. Like yeah. this morning, uh, well, Halen was saying, hallelujah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and thank you, Jesus. Yes. And it's just like everybody's yeah. heart melted. Yes. You know, yep. and, yes. And seeing those kids like worshiping with the flags and putting their hands out and, and, and praying for people and saying, mm -hmm. Jesus and saying in Jesus yeah. name, yeah. You know, four or five years old, man, it's powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. Does that testify? That is such a, a strong testimony. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing, man. And the youth getting in a circle and yeah. praying around each other. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I remember the first time I saw that, I guess it was the first Sunday we were here, mm -hmm. and I nudged Josh and I said, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Nobody had to beg them to get together and yeah. pray. Like, they're just hungry. Yeah, they are. And God has released a hunger in the in the in the in the youth and the kids. Mm -hmm. It's supernatural. Yeah, it really is. We're making a play. We we making a shift. You know, we were going to do some more tent revivals this year, but we felt really led and shift to go after the youth. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're going to do a youth conference here, Blaze Youth Conference, April twenty eighth, twenty ninth, 
and 30th and we're going to rock out we're going to have a crawfish bowl dunk tank uh different things that, yeah. take all the chairs out of here going to bring some christian rappers in here really good yeah and 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 have a few different uh powerful speakers but i really feel like god's going after the youth like he's never went after yeah. them before mm -hmm. he i really i, I know he is yeah because yeah. the devil's going after him because hard. the devil's yeah. going yes. after yeah. him so hard yeah you know, that's how you change a generation mm -hmm. yeah you get the kids you change it i told somebody that the other day i said yeah. this generation is going to change some things absolutely they man. are they're hungry and they don't want fake they want the real they man. want the real mm -hmm. thing and they and they're fixing the they're sick of religion man yes, yes. they are they yeah. are rules they want regulation powerless dead tradition they're sick of it man mm -hmm. yeah you know uh there they want the real and they're gonna get the real mm -hmm. god's put a hunger in them to facilitate the real yeah yeah it's coming you know god my kids, they're actually, Connor and Tanner, they're actually on their way home from Beautiful Feet in Texas. And little Tanner, he's 12 years old. He's, you know, he's struggled with some things, and I won't get into all that, but he's really been attacked lately. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> he texted me this morning, well, First of all, they had the service. They do a service every morning, and they had the live stream of the service, and I just teared up because they had Tanner open them up in prayer. Mm. Well, if you know Tanner, he hates to pray in front of people. Like, mm -hmm. it literally <laughs> just, he wants to cringe, even yeah. when I ask him to pray over a meal. Um, So it was just, and there was this boldness that was just exuding from him that I've just never seen before, and he texts me this morning on our way here. I don't even know if I told you this, but he texts me this morning. He said, Mom, he said, this trip has been absolutely amazing. He said, I've had so much fun and just watching God work. And he is just like, I'm so excited to come home and tell you everything. That's awesome. And so, you know, I say all that to say that, you know, it doesn't matter if our kids are, like you said, four or five even babies all the way up to, you know, adulthood, this is, you know, if we ever need to be focusing on that generation, we need to be focusing on them now. They, yeah. There has never, ever, ever been a time that I know of that kids have been more attacked and the enemy has tried to cause confusion. And for us, it's time for the church and, and the people mm -hmm. of God to, to, which we are the church, to step up and, and pour into these kids and really, really go after them and be like, you know, yeah, the enemy's coming at you hard, but God loves you more and he's going to pursue you harder. That's right. Um, so that's, you know, I, I love that, that y'all are, I just, I just love your heart. Like yeah. you're not just looking for the people who have it all together. Yeah. Like, who are they? Right. Obviously, I haven't figured that out yet. I know who thinks they are. Right, right. Who are those people? But the yeah. ones that are broken and just, mm -hmm. like, feel like they have nowhere else to turn. And, mm -hmm. and when we're doing what God called us to do, then we're showing them the love of Jesus. And That's just, right. yeah. 
if he can ever get them positioned to receive the love of the Father mm-hmm. and, and his forgiveness, God will, he, he will make them into bad mamma jammas. Yep. <laughs> and they, and they, yes. I, I get a shirt. Yes. But he needs he, a shirt he, made. He really will. God will, he will just, man, he'll take that broken person and just make them a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I've seen it time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what and, you are. And, you know? and, and yeah, I mean, he, he, he does. I mean, really? He does. Yeah. Just to, and you'll become that person that you were talking about earlier that the other people will go, wait a minute, I know who they used to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. How is that possible? Yeah. And then and then God uses that to yeah. to say, oh, I did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. people will come yep. to us and yeah. be like, yeah, I told somebody who my pastor is, and they're like, no, we've got to be thinking about a different Corey Clark. <laughs> and that's the truth. I've had patients, yeah. and, you know, when I tell them who my husband is or that they find out that we pastor, because I just don't tell people, I go, we pastor a church, because then people start acting funny. Yeah. Because you have all those, you know. What they think yeah. that I'm judging them. And anyway, yeah. so um, not long ago, I had a patient who was like, Corey Clark from Bruce. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't think that's, we're talking about the same person. And I'm like, we definitely are. We God definitely is still, in, God is still in the miracle business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what is so cool because he can, what he's done for us, he'll do for anybody mm-hmm. else. You know, he's no mm-hmm. respecter person. That's right. He's no. just not. That's yeah. right. What he did for Jack, he'll do for Billy Bob. And that's right. You know, he's just, he's a good God, man. Yeah. He Amen. is a good God. Well, we were supposed to be talking about James. Yeah, well, you know, Holy and, Spirit kind of took over that, yeah. but that's okay. Draw I like it when he does. God, and he'll draw close to you. <laughs> I, I put a James plug in there. There you go. <laughs> so there we go. Well, uh, if, if you want any, in, any more information on the Remnant Youth Retreat, you can email them at wrestlingforthefaith at gmail.com. Yeah, and then um, tell us where they can get information about the youth retreat or the youth conference. Um, we don't have anything posted yet. We've got to, but Grace Fellowship Church in Calhoun City. You can find us on Facebook, um, but it's on April 28th, 29th, and the 30th. So that's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night at 6.30. Um, Saturday afternoon, we're doing a crawfish boil. And, you know, if we're still going come Sunday morning from Saturday night, that's fine, too. Yep. Amen. Um, but, Amen. Amen. <laughs> uh, we are, I forgot to tell them today in church, but the youth group that brings the most kids, their youth pastor will go in the dunk tank. Oh. Yes. So, awesome. um, or lead pastor. I haven't decided yet. Because uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought it would be easier, you know, for our kids since they're close to have the most people. And yeah. But our, my concern is that our youth pastor or our lead pastor's hair might get messed up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, all, the, all the wavy hair we have. Yes, yeah. yes. All that yeah. wavy, flowy hair yeah. y'all have. Yes. Yes, that's awesome. God, hey, now God knows how many hairs used to be in my head. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no doubt about it. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're we're just excited just to be a part of it all. Yeah. You know, just to be a yeah. small piece in the big old puzzle. Yes. That's right. You know, yeah. um, I'm not, I have no, I've got delivered of that wanting to be a, a big fish in a little pond syndrome, mm. you know. Yeah. yeah. I just want to be... Um, part of the you know the puzzle yeah you know just thank god that i'm able to be a part of <laughs> yes it. You thank know, y'all for i thank him all doing. the time thank you for just letting me be a small part yeah mm-hmm. you know and yeah. just like you guys doing this podcast it's a significant part but it's just a small part to the yeah. whole you yeah. know yeah. 
So, uh, we're, thank you for letting us come on. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And hijacked it. Yeah. No, I'm glad you did. Yeah, I think the right. Holy Spirit hijacked That's it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Corey, would uh, you mind close out in prayer, buddy? Sure will. Father, we thank you for everyone out there listening. Lord, I, I ask that you would give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. I ask that you would flood their heart with light and show them the true hope to which you've called them. I pray, Father, that you would reveal unto them their inheritance, who they are in Christ, and inheritance with the saints and the light, Lord, that you would show them and reveal to them the exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the earth, and we just thank you for allowing us to be a part, a small mm -hmm. part of your big, big plan. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. We thank you, Lord. Everyone under the sound of my voice that don't know you, Lord, I ask you to draw them. Mm -hmm. I ask you to reveal yourself to them. I ask you to heal every hurt. Huh? Restore everything the enemy has stolen. I ask yes. that you would restore it in their lives. For Jesus, you came to heal the brokenhearted. I thank you, Lord. The people under the sound of my voice right now, their hearts are being healed mm -hmm. and restored. That you, you also came to set the captives free. I thank you, Lord, that you're setting captives free. Thank mm -hmm. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Hallelujah. Those who come unto you, mm. you will by no means cast out. Lord, you say, if any man thirsts, let him come unto you, and he would never thirst again. I thank you, Lord, that you're drawing people unto yourself like never before. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the After Amen podcast. We would like to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram at After Amen Podcast, or you can send us an email at After Amen Podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Thanks for joining us.